0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number 855 free. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Actually, tonight we're going to do things a little bit differently. You can still bring up anything you want, but if you've got a question for our guests, and I do mean guests, it's very unusual, number one, that we'll have a guest on Free Talk Live. It's even less likely that we'll have two in one night. But that's what we've done tonight because, uh, well, there was a bit of a double booking that uh, luckily uh, one of our guests was gracious enough to kind of be shuffled around. Uh, So we're going to go to Christina Tobin first from the Free and Equal organization, which is putting on the debate. And then after Christina Tobin, we'll be welcoming a presidential candidate to Free Talk Live. Doesn't happen very often. The weekend prior. Yeah, normally I won't bring politicians on this show. But uh, we've got somebody special for you tonight. We'll talk more about that coming up. Christina Tobin is with us from freeandequal.org. Good evening, Christina.
1: Hi, good evening. Thanks for having
0: me. Hey, thanks for coming on tonight. Now, uh, this is great news. There's actually going to be a second third-party presidential candidates debate, which maybe I'm wrong, but is this the first time that's ever happened? Oh, well, I
1: would— Probably the second. I mean, first time, I'm not sure. This is the second debate we've had this year. No, not this year, spring, but is it April. the
0: first time there's ever been two third-party presidential debates? Because I only remember, I mean, I've I've watched I them in so. two...
2: Hmm? I think so.
0: Yeah, because I remember, you know, usually there's like the one debate that appears on C-SPAN, and that's it. But this time around, you did one, uh, what is it, about a week or so ago, and then uh, decided that you were going to take the two most popular candidates from the four candidates that were in the first round and move them on to a second round.
1: Yeah, through instant runoff voting, we let the people decide which candidates they wanted to have proceed to the final debate. Uh, But in 2008, we did hold a third-party debate, the Mayflower Independent Ralph Bader and Constitution Party candidate Chuck Baldwin participated. Mm-hmm. But you're right, only one one third-party debate in 2008. So we went ahead and we're having two, and our second one's on November 5th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. I think that's exciting
0: because uh, a lot of people, you know, they they haven't made a decision yet. A lot of people are are looking at, you know, Romney and Obama, and they know they're the same. They know there's no difference between them or a dimes difference uh, between them. And they're probably frustrated by the idea of they feel like they have to choose between one of those two. They need to know that there are other options out there. And that's one of the things that you guys are doing at freeandequal.org is you're helping folks find that out. Now, where will people be able to see this debate?
1: The debate, you can view it at freeandequal.org, freeandequal.org, or on RT America, free speech TV, lots of different outlets, oh, and so we're expecting even more to hop on board at the last minute.
3: Now, um, you'd mentioned that there were two candidates and that they had one in uh, the, um, uh, the, the sort of instant runoff voting. Did you say who the two candidates are that are going to be in this, uh, this debate?
1: Yeah, about 15,000 people voted, and we have Green Party candidate Phil Stein and Gary Johnson with the Libertarian Party. They're going to be participating in the debate on Monday and it'll be at State of the Art Studio, R T America in D C and we have lots of media waiting to interview them afterwards.
3: Now these are two really exciting candidates. Uh, Gary Johnson yes. was a two-term governor of New Mexico, and he was uh, the I guess ha- had vetoed more bills than any governor in history. And uh, Jill Stein has been arrested twice uh, during her campaign. Right. Um, one in one time trying to get into the debates, uh, the the regular you know major party debates or whatever we call them and the other time uh you know bringing some food and water to some people that are at a protest uh for this uh big uh, you know the pipeline trans, yeah big yep. transcontinental pipeline thing that's going through
1: yeah i think it's the first time i've heard of a third party candidate being arrested twice <laughs> during yeah. a presidential election but yeah here at free and equal we're much bigger than debates and um, this is just the beginning of a huge movement uh, uniting across the spectrum against a two-party stranglehold of the system. And this two-party system is like one. They've been playing us for over a century now, and they use things like ballot access barriers and mm-hmm. closed debates and, and not having good voting methods like instant runoff voting that you know, just keep further you know, making the system rigged. So the reason we have all these problems today is because of the money in politics, money in media. So it'll be great to see two candidates that aren't influenced by private interest money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh it's great that people have the chance a second opportunity to see this in case they missed the first debate. Uh and how exciting that RT is going to be covered. you said it's going to actually be at their studios.
1: It is. You know, our first debate was moderated. I sat next to Larry King, which right. is so cool and and now our debate on November 5th, it'll be us at the RT State of the Art studio. So, it's going to be aired worldwide in so many countries. We already have a dozen countries covering us uh, and so on. So, Wow. And uh, I'm really excited because international press has really picked up on this. And I've had interviews from Sweden, Switzerland, Spain, you name it. And they're like, wow, there's a movement there. I said, yeah, there's a positive movement. There is a common denominator between the left and the right, whether you're Ron Paul, Ralph Nader. We've been endorsed by both at Free and Equal. Uh, you know, we find that both candidates are, you know, for ending the Federal Reserve, you know, getting rid of SOPA, no on NDAA, uh, but no to the Patriot Act. Again, the only reason we have all these things is because of the money in politics. The Democrats and Republicans, well, they've been playing us. As so The two-party system is one, and we're here to break that stranglehold and shift the power back to independence in the so, 2014 local races.
3: You had Larry King as uh, a moderator the the last time around. Do you have any big names that are going to be involved in the um, debate this time, or is it, uh, it going to be the, the candidates standing on their own? Uh, well,
1: we have actually have some really big names political correspondents that were just – announced. Uh, we have Amber Lyon uh, through CNN. Yep. Um just an outstanding, wonderful. She's gonna be one of our correspondents and um a couple others. We have Matt Welch uh with the uh Reason, Reason magazine, magazine and yep. yeah and Sam Cedar, really well known out in uh, New York. Yep. Uh a comedian and so on and and finally, uh, Tom Hartman, um, and uh, well, actually, Tom Hartman, uh, best, uh, really big name uh, through RT America, the big picture, and, and Maita Alhausen, I hope I got that right. She's uh, through Al Jazeera. So, I mean, that's just our political correspondence and they're going to be very involved in uh, asking questions to the candidates, uh, interactive, social media, their supporters, submitting questions to people, and the media should be listening to their constituents, just like politicians should be listening to their constituents. So. Uh, we've got a whole message with Free and Equal. We're here to stick long term. We're doing some really huge national projects throughout 2013, and I'll be doing this full time for the rest of my life.
0: So, um, Mark, I heard you're going to be down at this debate. What's uh, what kind of role will you be playing?
3: Uh, at the very least, I'm going to be there, uh, you know, rubbing elbows. Uh, free Talk Live sponsored this, and mm-hmm. uh, we're very excited. Well,
1: Mark, I'm really looking forward to meeting you, and we'll make sure you link up with the candidates. Uh, uh, the studio is really small. We're going to be walking over down the street to the, the hotel where we're reserved for all the media and, and uh, making sure you have that one-on-one time with the candidates and and so on. And so it'll be really great. It's a very interactive social networking technology is the, the way of the future. And yeah, I see you guys and and were, we're taking uh,
0: you were taking questions on Twitter uh, last time. Will that be the same thing this time around, where folks can uh, tweet at Now That's a Debate and get a, potentially have their question considered?
1: absolutely you can go on our website tomorrow we're kicking off the 24-hour campaign for people to submit questions so check it out freeandequal.org and and these questions will be for the political correspondents to uh, directly ask the candidates and again this is all going to be a time of the future we've got two correspondents at our LA studios and two at the New York studios and of course Tom Hartman and myself will be in studio in DC with the two presidential candidates there in front of us so um, it's going to be very interactive and uh, it'll be via satellite, so anybody can pick this up, a neutral feed. RT Americans has been amazing. They, they're offering a neutral feed. Uh, what is, what does that mean,
0: own. a neutral feed?
1: Meaning uh, if you're a news outlet in France and you want to pick up a neutral feed, that doesn't see. have the RT logo slapped on it. They oh, can wow. put their own logo under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really big of RT to do. So, you know, they're very open and very transparent and fair and, and they're they're supporting a great cause. So, I mean, we have the best state-of-the-art studio. I mean I'm really excited, but I'm even more excited about what we're up to, free and equal. Uh, I've learned through this experience that, personally, parties do not work. Um, no matter whether you're a third party or, or a major party, it's just they become infiltrated. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's the power, the independence. The Constitution doesn't even mention parties. And, and our forefathers didn't say parties are evil. So I see a whole bunch of independents, young people every age, uh, running for the, the 14 races. Those are key. So, so
3: is, what's free and equal going to be uh, doing sort of into the future? Do you have any uh, plans?
1: Yeah, we're going to launch a national database. Imagine going on a website and be able to see every single candidate running in your local office. You can click there and, and uh, helping those candidates to win to run for office, how to overcome ballot access barriers. and. And, uh, you know, to open the debates, being supportive of those sort of things once it runoff off voting. And, I, I take, and it, so
0: uh, I, I take mm-hmm. it that folks can go to your your website, freeandequal.org, sign up for the newsletter there. It's pretty obvious in the uh, upper right-hand side of the site uh, to yeah. follow along. Christina, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you giving us an update. And folks can watch the debate at 9 o'clock Eastern time, Monday night at freeandequal.org, as well as some other great websites like RT. Thanks again for your time. Thanks guys. Love you guys. Yep. So uh, Mark, you're gonna be down there as well. Well, I'm sure have you checking in throughout the show uh, by phone. There's more coming up here with a special presidential guest next.
4: Are you a fan of fear, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.LibertyOnTheRocks.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we have there for you. There are a lot of them. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their website. We give ours away at freetalklive.com. So head over there and enjoy all the features there, including archives of the show going back for years and more all free at freetalklive.com. Free talk Live brought to you by the Free State Project your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime—it's here in New Hampshire with other people who think like you, people that get what freedom means—that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free. That—if uh, you can dig that—head over to FreeStateProject.org and learn more. And now we're going to go to uh, a special guest that personally I've been waiting to have on this show for quite a while. Uh, he is—he's a very busy uh, presidential candidate, and I'm—I'm I'm grateful that he is giving us some of his time tonight because uh, I know during the primary season I tried to uh, get uh, this gentleman on the phone with us here and it just it was that difficult to get in touch with him but luckily he did finally get uh, get in touch with us here at Free Talk Live and we are grateful to have Vermin Supreme on the line with us. Good evening Vermin.
5: Good evening Ian. Good you're on with to you and all the free staters out there. Thank you for that.
0: Actually, you're on with my uh, co-host Mark and myself here tonight.
5: Ah, hello, Mark and uh, and Ian and all the Free Staters out there. (laughs) The Free Staters have always been a very important constituent base to me in the great state of New Hampshire.
3: Now, I I think people probably know you best, Vermin, as the presidential candidate that wears the rubber boot on his head. Is that right?
5: I believe that most Americans do indeed recognize me as the candidate who wears the rubber boot well, on the head.
0: That may be, may make you Sorry, the most—
5: Matt, the, That guy
0: over there with the boot on his head. Sure. Also some and having the boot on your head may make you uh, easy to pick out in a crowd, but really it's the policies of Vermin Supreme, the, the proposals that are, uh, are really unique and I think attract a lot of support. So for people that don't know who Vermin Supreme is, can you give us your elevator pitch?
5: Well, yes. As you know, all politicians are vermin, and I am the vermin supreme. And that is why I am the most qualified candidate in this race at this time. Yes, I am a friendly fascist, and I will (laughs) promise you anything that your little heart desires, because you are my constituents. You are the informed voting public, and because I have no intention of keeping any promise that I make. So remember, this election year, vote early, vote often. Remember, vote for me, vermin supreme, is a vote completely thrown away thank you is this your floor
3: <laughs> Ding! now vermin um, I, I know you've made some so you, as you said you, you've made plenty of outlandish uh, uh, promises to the voting public out there and it,
5: that's what it takes in this day and age if your promise is not outlandish it's not gonna land
3: <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what are some of these these promises that you've made to the uh, the voting public
5: well uh, I'm most well known, I believe, for my four plank platform. Uh, One plank, of course, is time travel uh, research. I'm the only candidate who promises full funding of time travel research, and I will be the only candidate who will go back in time and kill (laughs) baby Hitler with my own bare hands before he is even born. That's number one.
0: You know, it's rare that, before you get to the other three, it's rare that you find a presidential candidate willing to actually do their own killing. I mean, typically these people, they want to have a military, they want to have them do their bidding for them. It's very rare that, uh, that you would have a presidential candidate step up and be willing to, uh, to do that. I have to congratulate you.
5: Oh, too. Unfortunately, uncommon. It is very true. We need more presidential candidates that are willing to do their own killing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are there any other uh, people, people that you're willing to just go around killing as president?
5: Well, I did have some success when I was president in the year 2024. 20, um, I was able to go back in time. Uh, and I, <laughs> I did end up breaking uh, Napoleon Bonaparte's arm during the struggle. Um, but sadly, there was some tear in the time-space continuum, and when I came back, I was no longer president. Uh, I was, in fact, back here in 2012, and that's why I'm running again this year. So, so your right,
6: presidency
0: because, is actually inevitable. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's going to happen at some point here. Well, obviously by 2024. Well,
5: once again, things may have changed up a little bit. I may have, may have uh, screwed the deal up a little bit. That's so a good never point.
3: But, but I mean, with these promises that you've made, um, including going back in time and killing baby Hitler before well, yes. he was I mean, even would, born. We
5: need a boondoggle. I mean, the boondoggles, governmental boondoggles, have great uh, market civilian uh, spinoffs, and uh, they certainly create lots of uh, government-based science jobs. Yes. Yeah. So you
0: were going to th- your, your four planks. We got yeah. through plank one. Let's make sure we get through the rest. All
5: right. Yes, of course. Um, I would like to say, of course, uh, that I am the only candidate who has a plan for the imminent zombie invasion. Mm. Will Mitt Romney save you from? The imminent zombie invasion? I think not. Does Barack Obama have a plan to protect the American public from the imminent zombie apocalypse? I believe not. I am the only candidate who promises full <laughs> protection from this zombie apocalypse.
0: Now, not what? how will that, you do that? I mean, I because will. zombies are
3: really scary and, and politicians are always talking about they have a plan, but I mean, do they lay it out for you?
5: Well, yes. This is a secret plan.
3: Ah, yes. The best kind of plan is secret.
5: Let it out too soon. Those zombies might figure it out.
3: (laughs) I mean, zombies really (laughs) aren't known for their (laughs) problem-solving techniques.
5: Indeed. In some mazes, they're they're quite good. If you leave (laughs) the brains at the end of the maze, it's very true. Of course, I also uh, plan on harnessing the awesome power of zombies. For energy production. Smart. By creating yep. giant zombie-powered turbines.
3: Uh, b- before you go on, Vermin, Vermin, before you go on, I hear music in the background. Is there any chance that you're operating an, operating an ice cream truck while you do this interview?
5: I believe those are wind chimes.
3: I see. So okay, I just want to make you'll sure.
5: You'll <laughs> be part of that. Um, yes. Uh, what w- would you like, a Popsicle?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> One of those Popsicles? A Cherry Bomb, perhaps.
3: So you were I used saying. I love
5: those very bombs. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, uh, the, the, the And what I would like to take this opportunity to point out that there has never been an accidental zombie release from a licensed commercial zombie production turbine facility. <laughs>
0: Just wanted to point that out. So that was what's at point three. Was that the zombie? Uh, so you've got two points on zombies, right? So like one point is. I the,
5: suppose it's point two and a uh, two A. I, I see. If you okay outline such a This is just the zombie
3: platform. Got it. Got it. Yes.
5: Now, of course, gingivitis has been eroding the gum line of this great nation of ours yeah. long enough Yep. It yep. must be stopped. For too long, this nation has been suffering a great moral and oral decay in spirit and incisors. A country's future depends <laughs> on its ability to bite back. We can no longer be a nation indentured our very... Elevation at stake. So won't you join me as we bite the bullet, embrace ourselves, and cross over into the 23rd century, over the bridge work of the past, into the future, as we become, together, a sea of shining smiles sea to shining
0: sea vermin supreme yeah. is with us here on free talk live and vermin you've been gracious to give us more than just a segment you're going to stick with us here so our phone lines are open you're willing to take phone calls 855 free. that's 1-855-450-3733 also going to work on the phone lines here so we can get them on a better line uh in moments here 855-450-3733 if you have to- if you've got a question for vermin supreme now's the time to ask Bring it. the election is on tuesday all right more coming up free talk live teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we will share with you there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com, and those features include our webcam. You can go watch and listen uh, to the show as well as interact with other Free Talk Live listeners over at cam.freetalklive.com as the chat room is built into the same page as the cam. So once again, that's uh, cam dot free talk
3: live dot com. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, I think it's a uh, hunting season right now in some places around the country. You should go to outpost dot com. They've got the name brands at outpost dot com that you want, and they've got them at the best prices. You can get uh, whatever you need, ammunition. Knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, whatever you need. They're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. You can get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right.
0: I believe we have Vermin uh, back with us on a much better line. Uh, we're going to bring him back on here. Vermin Supreme is with us. His website, verminsupreme.com. Uh, I believe still in the race, uh, even though, you know, you gave it your best in New Hampshire. Unfortunately, uh, Barack Obama did beat you in the Democratic primary. Uh, just barely. Yep, just barely. Just by a smidge. And, uh, but you're still in. Like, folks can still vote for you, correct, Vermin?
5: Of course they can. Yes. Yeah, this is America, and you can vote for anyone you want. That's one of the wonderful things about this country's electoral system, that you can write whatever you want on the ballot. Yes, they may throw it away and maybe count it as a marred or blank ballot. But nonetheless, as I've said, a vote for me is indeed a vote thrown away. Now, we've been going over your platform. uh,
3: Yeah, uh, but real quick. Now, you were president in 2024 and went back to, uh, you know, battle with Napoleon. And then on your return trip in a tear in the space-time continuum, you ended up in 2012 here, right? That is correct,
5: and I've been trying to avoid my younger self. Uh, <laughs> if you see my younger self, please, please don't don't let him know anything. Something.
3: I'm wondering, <laughs> did you win by write-in ballot in 2024 for the presidential race?
5: Well, no. If I remember history correctly, 2012 was the year that uh, became uh, the viral vermin Supreme sensation that did uh, eventually lead to my juggernaut-like uh, rise to the White House. I do have a few runs left before it reaches that stage, but I believe 2016 is right around the corner, and I will be doing a a, a fairly decent showing and do hope to bring the Free Pony Party uh, into the electoral arena.
0: Have you touched on the Free Pony aspect uh, of your oh, candidacy yet?
5: No, I have not. Once again, of course, I am the only candidate that does, in fact, promise free ponies for all Americans.
3: I mean, everybody wants a pony, right? What about the people who have uh, apartments and this kind of thing? I mean, do you have a plan for your – do you have a pony plan for those people?
5: Uh, Yeah, of course. And this one is uh, simply not a secret plan. This is a a fairly publicly known plan. uh, It's part of the ripple effect, part of the Keynesian uh, jobs creation effect uh, of government uh, in business uh, hand-in-hand. I I believe that Halliburton will uh, receive many wonderful contracts in order to help modify uh, people's homes. Uh, in order to house their ponies. Um, things will be a little bit different under Ponytopia. I mean, it is <laughs> essentially a pony-based economy, which we will begin transitioning towards, replacing fossil fuels with pony power.
7: <laughs> of course.
5: Uh, just imagine no automobiles. It, it's easy if you try, and uh, that we're all riding our ponies in pony carts. And uh, life may be a little bit slower, but we we'll, we will change society accordingly. And just this change in impact and effect alone will stimulate the economy with many, many jobs for buggy whip makers if nobody else.
0: <laughs> we, we, um, uh, the farrier will come back. Uh, that, that's always a good thing. So, in fact, we were just talking about the Bronies uh, the other night here on Free Talk Live, which I'd never heard of before. I imagine uh, these are the the My Little Pony fanatics who yeah, are, sure. you know, into uh, like My Little Pony p- porn uh and that sort of thing. So I imagine imagine they are fairly uh big supporters of Vermin Supreme.
5: This election year, I have discovered that I have constituent bases that I had never even heard of previously. And yes, the fine Bronies across America are indeed one of my greatest and uh deepest uh, supporters, along with free staters, of course. Um, they were responsible for uh, very much of the meme art, and uh, they are are indeed a force to be reckoned with. And uh, I believe that if I can politicize them and uh, politicize the many other uh, unpoliticized groups that have seemed to uh, really glommed into my campaign, because uh, it has struck chords across America in an extremely wide uh, swath, uh, essentially across the political spectrum. And I believe that was because my critique that I presented at that uh, New Hampshire uh, lesser-known candidate debate uh, was extremely nonpartisan, and it was more uh, directed towards the system as a whole. And as a result, uh No one was left out.
0: I'm glad you brought that debate up because uh, it was really, there was a memorable moment. In fact, I think it made headlines for you uh, when you actually brought out some magic, was it fairy dust?
5: uh, Yes, I believe it was indeed, uh, magical uh, fairy dust in order to turn Randall's Terry gay, as (laughs) Jesus had instructed me prior to the debate. Um, Now, this is one of the uh, competing candidates.
3: Jesus told you?
5: Uh,
3: Yes. Now do you have jesus' endorsement for president uh not
5: officially, but uh, he's, he's,
3: is he know, straddling the fence yeah Yeah.
5: and uh, yeah, that was once again one of the one of the things that uh that really made it go so big this year um, there was a number of different factors uh that that, re- that expired transpired between two thousand eight and 2012. because I was on the ballot of course, as a Republican back in uh, 2008, in the New Hampshire primary. Mm-hmm. And, of course, anybody who is on the ballot is allowed to attend the, those debates, that particular <laughs> debate. And uh, I was on my way to New Hampshire to attend that debate uh, back in 08, but there was this incredible blizzard. Apparently, the CIA weather machines uh, were brought out in full force uh, to prevent me from attending mm. the, that particular debate. But in the meantime, in the ensuing four years, there was this transition from the print media moved over to the digital age. Right. Uh, the social media uh, developed immensely in the, in that four years. Uh, in the in the meantime, uh, wizards uh, in in the in the Harry Potter uh, trilogy and what have you uh, brought Gandalf and all these wizard uh, images to the front. Um, so right, uh, the uh, the four years also allowed my beard to get just that much grayer. And
0: you do have a kind yeah. of a wizardly looking
5: appearance, indeed. And I think that was one one of the cores that really struck. Speaking of uh, the Obama hope and change, the threats of hope and change that he was not able to deliver, and he disillusioned an entire new uh, generation of young voters, which is terrible for a country or society, uh, but for me, it's very good.
3: Vermin, we're taking questions here from listeners. Oh, sure. I've got a question question here on on Twitter, excuse me, on on Facebook, and I just wanted to ask you, now you're known as the candidate that that wears the rubber boot on their head, and um, I've got a question from Facebook here asking, what size is the boot?
5: Uh, The boot that I wear is produced right here in the USA by the uh, Tingly uh, Rainwear Corporation. Uh, You can Google them up, and the size that uh, fits my head just right is giant it's called the, the giant although I'm not sure they have that size still available is it uh th- now,
3: now, was, now, how- it, now you say still available and it um, you know I mean because you came back in time I'm wondering was this a this is this a boot from the past or a boot from the future
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> another question uh, actually before we get to uh, more questions I want to make sure you covered all four planks I know we got through at least three of them did you hit the fourth plank
5: well the the mandatory toothbrushing law was uh was the
0: third plank right? Yes, the ponies was the fourth. Ponies plank. was the fourth. Okay, so next question from Chris McDonald on Facebook. He says uh, he would like to know more about the. Apparently, you've made a proposal of mandatory vinyl siding for all um, historic monuments.
5: Uh, yes, that's just a, a, a stub uh, a very sub proposal. It's just uh, really a building code. It's, it's more of a federal building code, I suppose. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. vinyl, vinyl, perfect.
3: Now, um, I also want, uh, from Cody on on Facebook, um, he wants to know what you're going to do to cure death in the next two years.
0: Well, I hold that thought. Let's get to that here in a moment because we've got him right through the end of the hour. Just enough time for you. And if you've got a question for Vermin Supreme, he's here with us uh, very graciously. He's a busy man. 855 free 1855 450 3733 More with Vermin Supreme. His website, by the way, verminsupreme.com. Coming up here in moments, this is Free Talk Live This is Free Talk Live 855-450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website freetalklive.com. Those other uh, those other's going to say politicians. Those other shows out there are charging you for their sites. We give it away, but if you'd like to support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com and you'll find links to Amazon there. There are different Amazons for different countries. Click into the right one for you. Get your shopping taken care of. Get all the holiday shopping out of the way. Why not? Get it done. Uh, And also help Free Talk Live at the same time. Just start your shopping experience at shop.freetalklive.com.
3: Bitinstant.com is the place to go and buy your Bitcoins. If you don't know what Bitcoins are, they're an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency for the Internet. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money instantly without having to pay any fees. That's a big deal. They're great for micropayments. They're great for, uh, you know, there's all kinds of... Uh, any way that you can use money, you can use bitcoins. It's bitinstant.com. They've got more than a million locations in more than 30 countries. It's a great service, bitinstant.com.
0: You know, I almost, almost voted for Vermin Supreme in the primary, but I ended up writing in Ron Paul uh, on the Democratic primary here in New Hampshire. And I, I do regret it because I found out later... Uh, that the Democratic Ron Paul votes were not actually counted for Ron Paul so uh, I didn't know how the you know, it's a confusing electoral system but uh, we've got a man here who is an expert at it he's been doing it for years beyond when we've been living uh, having traveled back uh, from the year 2024 uh, back in time and is now here in in 2012 campaigning for president again, uh, last time around as a Republican, this time as a, as a Democrat. And, uh, Vermin, I'm glad that we have you. It's been something uh, I've been wanting to have you on, and uh, your website's vermin supremecom We've covered your, the planks of your That's platform, true, but...
5: I would highly recommend that uh, for full Vermin Supreme entertainment purposes, you should just uh, search Vermin Supreme on the YouTube. That's where you'll find The Real Entertainment. Excellent. And, of course, if you type my name in uh, with the name of any other presidential candidate, uh, I'm sure you will find uh, engaging footage of me sticking around with them <laughs> and, uh, over the past uh, several election cycles. Uh, I would like to take a moment, uh, speaking of my, my various constituent bases, and acknowledge uh, two in particular that are uh, directly involved in uh, relief efforts uh, in New York and in New Jersey. And of course, uh, uh, they are the Occupy, uh, the Occupy movement, a, a number of the Occupy New Yorkers and Occupy mm-hmm. New Jerseys, and occupiers from across the region are descending upon um, New York and New Jersey to uh, offer mutual aid and help to those uh, who have been afflicted by this hurricane. I would like to uh, say on the uh, Facebook machine, Uh, you can go to Occupy Sandy Relief NYC or Occupy Sandy Relief NJ New Jersey or interoccupy.net backslash Occupy Sandy, one word, backslash And they're doing some great work. And if you're in the area and can spare some time or some resources, um, there are full-scale relief efforts uh, in an alternative fashion uh, going on. Uh, My other constituent base from the uh, Rainbow Family of Living Love and Light, uh, a number of uh, kitchens that uh, attend gatherings are, in fact, on their way. Uh, to that area to also offer mutual aid. I had
0: heard that you uh, have a habit of uh, attending rainbow gatherings. How often uh, are you likely to pop up at those?
5: Uh, I've been attending the uh, annual gatherings the first week of July uh, probably over 20 years now. Wow! Um, I would say that it was probably uh, one of my first uh, national uh, base of supports that I was able to groom uh, because it is indeed a uh... national if not international events. so uh... by attending them i was able to uh... meet and network with uh... You know, people from all across the country. Have
0: you ever made it out to uh, to the desert, the Black Rock Desert, for the uh, the huge party they have out there every year? Uh,
5: The Burning Man Festival. I have not had the pleasure of attending that.
0: Seems Uh, like something where uh, you would go over pretty well. uh, I would
5: think that uh, they are, and I I do consider burners a constituent base, and I do indeed hope to attend. Uh, the actual event one of these days
0: so uh, let 's get back to the question from Cody uh, from uh, Cody O'Connor, I believe on Facebook. Yep. His question was uh, he 'd like to know if you plan to work to find the cure to death in the next one to two years
5: well, um, first of all i 'm very sorry that you're not feeling well, cody <laughs> um, <laughs> number two, of course the the war on death is uh, ongoing. I believe that we shall indeed in our lifetime uh be able to find the cure for death uh but it will only be available to very rich people so I'm we, sorry, over really the ready.
0: over the last few years, we've had another caller to this show, and it's you know we don't know when he's going to call in. He just randomly calls in. But Cobra Commander uh, from the GI Joe uh, series has been calling this program over the years. He's also been running for president. And,
5: I look forward to the debate.
0: Well, I, David asks, uh, Days and Eisenhower on uh, Facebook asks if there's a possibility of a joint run, perhaps in 2016, with Cobra Commander.
5: I don't see any real problem with that. Uh, I'm looking to loosen things up. Uh, You know, I have been my running mate this uh, time around is certainly uh, Jimmy McMillan uh, from the Rent Is Too Damn High party. Oh, nice! (laughs) Um, And I am also his running mate uh, for his presidential bid on the Rent Is Too Damn High party. We have a mutual agreement. We are a double meme team, and we are (laughs) unstoppable. So
0: there's something else going on uh, with Vermin Supreme that I think is really interesting, but it actually has to do with someone else. Who I I don't know if you're playing a character or or what the the deal is with this, but it it sounds it looks like to us. Yeah, there's a movie that you're in, sort of you, but not really you.
5: Yes, it uh, it is a movie that I worked on uh, back in the earlier 2000s, mid 2000s, perhaps, uh, called Vote Jesus and. It is a movie which I worked with uh, producer Vic David from New York, who also produced a movie about the mole people uh, who live underneath the the city of New York. And uh, yes, he convinced me to get a haircut and wear a nice suit and go undercover and essentially infiltrate uh, the fundamentalist right wing of America. And it was indeed a very wonderful, exciting learning experience. And I did, in fact, pass. Uh, uh, we attended uh, creationist conferences. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Jerry Falwell for a twenty-minute interview. Uh, we uh, went to the creationist museum in Kentucky with the animatronic dinosaurs, with uh, frolicking with the animatronic children. Mm. Um, we attended a Billy Graham crusade. Uh, we I spent uh, a couple days with the Westboro Baptist oh my goodness we attended a an abstinence rally at the, in the philadelphia spectrum center um where they had every imaginable genre of music uh but it was all uh jesus-based uh music so you did had they... your jesus hip-hop your jesus right. jazz your jesus the uh, jam bands. It, 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 it jesus was all metal
6: did, now
3: did and they have like included... a big display of chastity belts there
5: i believe so they they were they were Handing out rings, I, they, they were yes chassis cages for their weenies. I, I don't know what the hell they were doing, but folks, they were can, certainly can... pumping up those young people and getting their getting all their hormones going with all that devil music. And, and they then they were totally going to touch themselves or each other. It was Kerman. Uh... Uh, folks
0: can go to YouTube, search for "Vote Jesus." It's the first uh, first couple options. There's a couple trailers there that, yeah, uh, that there crop are, there's
5: up. a trailer. There's several excerpts from the movie. Uh, we will be showing the movie or screening the movie rather tomorrow in Gloucester, Massachusetts, at the Cape Ann Community Cinema, a very rare showing. Um, Well, that's very rare
0: because the movie actually hasn't been released yet, has
5: it? It it has never been released. I I don't know if it ever will be at this rate. There's several different factors involved, but nonetheless, uh, I'm trying to show it here and there. Don't tell anyone, please.
0: Apparently, we've got somebody (laughs) on the line who wants to talk to you here. Let's bring on Ryan in Charleston, uh, West Virginia. Ryan, you're on with Vermin Supreme. Go ahead, quickly. Ryan in Charleston, going once. And he dropped off the line. Apparently, he uh, was very upset about you and wanted to say you were ignorant or something like that. And I think you're one of the most well-informed uh, candidates out there running. Uh, you know, if I, it's a toss-up again for me, Vermin, I'm not sure if I should uh, write an N O T A for none of the above, which is what I was going to do. But I, you're just so persuasive. I mean, get, what, you people could, that are you could on write
5: the f- in for vice president, I would not be offended.
0: Good point. Now, people are, who are maybe on the fence here tonight. What what would you say to them to win their vote?
5: Once again, I mean, personally, voting, I'm very ambivalent on the process itself. I don't believe this country has uh, one of the finer election systems available in the civilized world. Um, I offer you the opportunity to throw your vote away in my direction. I don't require it. I don't need it. It doesn't really do anything for me, and it probably doesn't do anything for you. But if you want to make a statement... If you want to make a real vote of protest, go ahead, write me in, make my day. Or not. It's okay. I know, Many of my supporters do not vote for me. I accept that. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, obviously, not Ryan's, and I accept that. And, um... But once again, I do have a vast number of constituents in this country uh, who I am representing or not representing, as the case may be.
0: Vermin, it has been great having you on Free Talk Live. I really appreciate your time tonight. Your website, again, verminsupreme.com. I imagine if you don't win this time around, you're going to be back in 2016. We know you
3: get it by 2024. And
0: I want to get you in the studio if you ever come through Keene, New Hampshire. We'll talk to you later.
8: Election day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at Vavavoom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, Vavavoom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let Vavavoom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. The toll-free number is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And, of course, you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You're invited to enjoy all the features on the site. They're totally free, unlike those other talk show hosts that charge you for their sites. We give it away. You actually get to control the content as well. So if you find something online that you think's interesting, and it doesn't have to be news, it could be something like you know Vermin Supreme's movie trailer, the uh, Vote Jesus Chronicles for Ken Stevenson. If you wanted, you could take the URL of that trailer, submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com, and then it'll appear on the upcoming stories page where it must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted to the front page of the site. Now, as I understand it, for some reason our site's been having there's a bug uh, with it uh, right now. Why this happens out of nowhere, I don't I don't understand. Uh, but it has apparently some people have been having trouble voting on the site, which is a big bug because that's one of the key features of our website. But it may work if you press the button a second time. So if you press the vote, you know, like if you press the plus to vote once and it doesn't work, try it again. See if it, if it works a second time. But if not, be patient with us. We will get it ironed out at some point. Uh, hey, the site's free. What do you want? Freetalklive.com. Head over. Enjoy. Uh, there's a lot there. Even if the votes aren't working, there's still a lot more there that you can do there. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, you know, it's election uh, weekend. And there's an election happening Tuesday and I don't know what's there to say about it. There's a thug versus another thug and some third party people that, you know, have no chance of winning. But maybe you should vote for them or maybe
3: not. (laughs) I think the important message for the American people here is, is that on Tuesday, be sure to pick the very best sociopath. And also remember that your vote is not mathematically insignificant.
0: (laughs) That's a joke, right? No, no. I mean the significance part. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because your votes are completely insignificant. There hasn't
3: been a single presidential election, and there have been probably somewhere near two thousand presidential elections because each state has its own election, and of course they run those back. uh, You know to. 1789 or something 1788 or something like that. And uh you'll get you'll you'll get how many there were. Of course the number of states changes so I can't just do some quick math in my head. But uh you know there's been a lot of presidential elections and not a single one of them has been determined by one vote. Let's go to
0: the phones here. You can bring up anything you want and then mark if you if we get a chance you're going to tell us about Oklahoma. Apparently there's some new gun laws there that they're getting ready for. And we'll talk more about that uh, in a moment. Judith is on the line listening in to xms Extreme Talk. Hey, Judith. Hi. Hey, you're in Kansas.
4: Yes, I'm in Kansas.
0: Good evening. Go ahead. You're on the air.
4: Hi. Um, I was actually, my name is Judith and I'm from Kansas. And I just had a question. Um, I just recently started dating this guy. He's a little older than me. And he's kind of, Said on wanting to do oral sex on me while I'm on my um, menstrual cycle.
3: Oh, did
4: you yeah, say oral? Kind of,
3: she did say that. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure.
4: Yeah, and I'm kind of worried because I don't know if I would be more prone to get infection, or if if I should just let him do it. It's not something that I'm comfortable with, but I really want this relationship to work. Good so. question.
0: I am not a doctor, and nor is Mark here. Um, so, as far I as, can, however, come down on this as very creepy. As far as uh, questions are concerned, or as far as that question is concerned as regarding infections and things like that, I would suggest probably inquiring of a medical professional who would be able to know the uh, the answer to that question. But more from the social aspect of this yeah, I mean it, he's specifically asking you to do that act on you at that time. That's what he's into. It's not just, you know, he's okay to do it at that time. It's that's what he's specifically looking to do.
4: Right, because um he knows when my menstrual cycle starts and he never wants to do it unless I'm on my menstrual cycle and it's like
0: Very interesting.
4: I'm not Yeah, and I'm not comfortable with it, but he says he likes the taste. I guess it tastes more irony.
0: Wow. Uh and now you said this guy's older
3: than you?
4: Yes, he's about I'm 26 and he's 40.
3: How how would you meet him? Is there any chance he's uh oh, oh, how did you meet him?
4: Um I actually met him at work. Really? I work at a Yeah, I work at a meat pack. Say blood bank. Uh,
3: Say blood <laughs> bank. No, I
4: work at a, No, actually I work at a meat packing plant and he was my supervisor. <laughs>
0: good call appreciate it <laughs>
3: what's funny about that I, I, I don't remember? think it's
0: real obviously
3: it wasn't real what uh, <laughs>
0: well, What do you mean obviously it isn't real you don't think that's possible that there are people that are into
9: that
3: yeah I mean it would be
0: yeah I don't believe it
3: you don't believe that
0: it's possible that there are people oh, that no, are into I believe that. that
3: there are people into all kinds of stupid things out there but I just okay. don't think that no
0: that, I don't believe her like I was believing her call until the like the meatpacking plant was <laughs> But you didn't hear her laughing dude no I heard her laughing too <laughs> One eight five five four fifty free. Well, there was a couple times when she pulled away from the phone. I I'm
3: all for a good crank. I thought that one was pretty good. I've certainly had worse.
0: One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It's the best one in recent memory. I mean, it's certainly uh, you know, it's no Cobra Commander, but that one was much better than the Stern pranks that we had recently. This couple Stern listeners called up, and yeah, those were pretty bad. Agreed. Uh, So, yeah, 855-450-3733, you really can call in about whatever's on your mind. Now, Oklahoma, apparently there's going to be some new gun laws, or rather the lack of gun laws. What's changing there?
3: uh, This is um, open carry. Uh, First, we have to define what open carry is. Open carry is the ability to carry a handgun on your hip without covering of any sort. Now, there are many states in the union, I think Oklahoma will be something like the 20th or something i think it's 17th maybe that um there are many states of course that allow concealed carry but not open carry for some reason or another this went out of fashion and basically it's been in some states florida for instance it's just illegal for anyone except a law enforcement officer and maybe uh, some security agents and that kind of thing to carry a gun openly Hmm. you can have a concealed carry permit but
0: that ain't easy to get let me tell you i remember uh, when i turned 21 down in florida my uh, dad gave me a handgun, and I went and I looked into what the process was like to get a concealed carry permit. And they give you this huge uh, folder full of papers, and I didn't even—I uh, got that, and I was just—that was it. I was done. Yeah, I don't didn't like even want to start.
3: I don't like government paperwork any more than the next guy. But um, now in Oklahoma, open carry is going to be legal for people who have con- concealed carry permits.
0: Oh. Now, mm. I, you know, that's I, crappy.
3: I think that uh, I think that open carry brings up some interesting topics and that is how in the world in a country where you have the right to keep and bear arms according to the constitution that it shall not be infringed is it that they can have 20,000 gun laws and make it illegal for you to carry this place or that place as far as the government goes. I mean, if the constitution is the rule book for the government, then how in the world can it's the government— It's clearly not. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be. Yeah. And how in the world can the government write, shall not be infringed, and then infringe it? Now,
0: i, I It depends on saying, the definition of shall and not, apparently, and infringed. I'm not
3: saying, that, I'm not saying <laughs> that I don't think that there's some conversation to be had about whether or not guns should be legal and that kind of thing. Um, in certain circumstances, I think there's a, a conversation to be had. But first, you need to get rid of the rule book that says, shall not be infringed. You see, that's the thing that really bothers me here is that that the Supreme Court and other courts just go ahead and interpret this document that seems really, really clear to me in some way that's not clear. Now, I'm for human freedom, and therefore I believe that individuals should be able to carry tools. If one of those tools is a tool to protect yourself that fires a ballistic projectile— You're going to need it in the uh, zombie apocalypse. —muzzle velocity of 500 uh, miles per hour or whatever it does, well— uh, that's fine. You should be allowed to do that. You should be yeah. responsible. If you hit somebody in the head with a hammer, you should be charged with hitting somebody in the head with a hammer. And if you hit, if you shoot somebody with a forty-five, you should be charged with shooting them with a forty-five.
0: I know that Vermin Supreme has a plan uh, to deal with the zombie apocalypse, but the fact is he's not going to be there when you need him most. So it's important to have uh, a tool like this to be able to protect yourself, whether it's from zombies or another human being.
3: It also, um, you know, another part of this story that I think is very interesting is that movie theater that the this terrible uh, massacre occurred in yeah. a, a couple of few months ago um, had Colorado. a sign up that was very clear that you should not carry a weapon into the theater. Yeah. Now, I don't know what would happen. I don't know whether it was a good idea for somebody to fire back at this guy or not. Uh, you know, maybe it's, it's shooting a gun inside of a uh, movie theater is not a good idea. But then again, when you have a guy with an AR-15 plugging people from the front, front of a the theater, maybe it's not a bad idea to have a guy. Can- so what's handgun.
0: the issue here? They're going to have open carry. So what's the issue? Well,
3: th- but some people don't like it.
0: 855-450-FREE. Does it freak you out, the idea of people carrying weapons? One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 450 3733 This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want as well.
3: Hello, my friends. This is Tim Cummins. I was just reminded about you and thinking about how awesome you are. And it's just incredible that whenever I hang around you, I just feel good now. And I'm reminded about how every day and every way you're getting better and better. And I think about how verbalsurgery.com changes you from the inside out. So check out my podcast at verbalsurgery.com.
0: Is free talk live? Bring up what you want toll free, 855 450 free. The SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features that are waiting for you there, including the mobile site. Go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com, m.freetalklive.com, and you'll be able to get live streams, uh, easy access to those for whatever cell phone company.
3: Operating system you're using, m, as in
0: mobile,
3: dot com. This holiday season, the best thing you can do with your mouth is statelesssweets.com. You go to statelesssweets.com and they've got all kinds of different handmade, naturally made confections there. Uh, my favorite is the English toffee, but they've got a apparently a chocolate Covered pistachio brittle that is supposed to be uh, awesome. I have not had that one. They've got these handmade car- caramels that uh, some of them have cinnamon in them, or you can get the, the regular ones. Ian, what's your favorite? I like fudge. Yeah. Got some right here, actually. They've got, uh, they certainly have awesome fudge. I really enjoyed that, too. I, everybody's got their favorite over at statelesssweets.com, but you can't find any better handmade confections than stateless sweets at statelesssweets.com.
0: All right, our number here again 450 free. Mark, you've been talking about the Oklahoma situation, where apparently, is it a law that has been passed or yes. one being
3: repealed? It's a law that's been passed that allows open carry. I see. So, presumably,
0: there was something that prevented it at some point. So, yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, I, I, laws are so confusing. I, like certainly
3: that. A, a not a legal expert.
0: Yeah, I mean, presumably, when Oklahoma was founded, they probably did not have uh, the ban on. Open carrying in the Constitution. Yep. So at some point, it likely was was banned. I imagine uh,
3: when they opened Indian territories for settlement, that uh, you know the people were probably carrying guns on their hips at that. They probably time.
0: didn't have permits back then either. But now
3: apparently, I think the first permits came in um, in the early 20th century, and they started with felons, and they worked their way up from there. Now I, I'd like to point out that this country allowed felons to carry guns. You know, convicted felons who got out of jail uh, carry guns longer. Then it hasn't. So, uh, so let me just And make I don't sure. see how you can uh, say a, a right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and then infringe it even on felons.
0: So uh, let me make sure I've got this clear. What you've told me is that in Oklahoma at some point – is it next year? Do we know when that No, no. It's, it, it's, it just, this just now? occurred. This is happening. OK. So now in Oklahoma, ostensibly according to news source – do we know the New York sources? Times. New York Times. Uh, according to the source of New York Times, in Oklahoma, you can open carry if you have a concealed weapons permit. That's correct. But if you do not have said permit, you cannot open carry. That's correct. Uh, now, that's different from New Hampshire, where we live, where anyone who's not a felon can open carry without a government permit.
3: That's right. You don't even have to. You don't have to have a concealed carry permit. Now they have a shall issue permit here. That's ten dollars.
0: Yeah, so the, the, calling it a shall issue is a joke. Uh, the, our friend Derek J Freeman from Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree at victimlesscrime dot com had attempted to get one of these so-called shall-issue permits, which were denied to him. Uh, they claimed that he's a known drug user and so therefore uh, is not allowed to have a permit for his gun. So it's completely illegal for him to open carry the weapon. But uh, for him to get a shall-issue permit, they're standing in the way of that. Yep. I got you. But it, generally it's supposed it's to not be not like Derek easy. J.
3: Freeman isn't a civil disobedient who gives them all kinds of trouble. So the expectation that cops are not going to give trouble back when the opportunity to, to do that is, is kind of you know, unlike I'm just saying, he's not the only case where they've uh, denied so these far, so-called
0: shall-issue permits. Uh, but, so, I guess the question here is, you know, how do you feel about open carry? Because it freaks a lot of people out. Right? Are and you one, one of those One case people? here, they're
3: talking about a situation where uh, some people, there was a an ordinance passed because there's two people displaying their firearms at a children's playground at a, at a city park, essentially mm-hmm. um, near a ch- children's playground, and um, you know that that bothered some people as though the guns were going to jump out, jump and st- out of their holsters, people. Yeah. Um. And 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 as if uh, the people that are going to assassinate a playground full of kids are going to carry them in Openly. holsters. Uh, you yeah. Know, right. I mean, you know, even the the kids that would, did the Columbine thing wore big trench coats so they could carry things into the school. So, but. It's interesting. I think the guns make a lot of people uncomfortable.
0: If you want to comment on that, you're certainly welcome, to. Our number is 855-453. You can also bring up anything. Ladies first, Linda's on the line listening in South Carolina to WSCFM. Hey, Linda.
10: Hey, how are you? Hey, great. What's on your I'm mind tonight? I'm calling about the truckers from Alabama that took up a, a group, a convoy up to New Jersey. Uh, the, a group of electric companies down there got together with the large equipment, They Um, donated their own money for gas and so forth, and they left. They had a convoy, and they left, and they got up to New Jersey a day or two ago. It wasn't today, so it had to be a couple days back. And they were denied uh, help. They were told to leave because they were not union, and that they absolutely could not come in to help.
0: Well, I didn't know uh, about the convoy portion of that news, but we had discussed that the other night here on uh, Free Talk Live, apparently the, the you know these folks from Alabama wanted to come help out. They didn't uh, want to sign up for the union and pay whatever union dues would have been required because whenever you sign up for a union, there's always some kind of dues. <laughs> You're just trying to help, right? So they, they had well, to go I didn't
10: home. I know that they were signing up for a union. They were, you know, they went. They gave up their time, their money, and they went north to help as American citizens. And they were refused the help uh, because they uh, they were not union. Now, what we've done in the past in the South and throughout the country, we've stepped in. Do you see what I'm
3: saying? Sure. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. I think that what is never quantified and never talked about is the value of people that just go on their own, that they go to show up and and help. And it seems to always be the entrenched power apparatus that uh, that turn back these help. Uh, in Katrina, there's a actually there's a picture on the internet of. Tra- tractor trailers just going off into the distance, full of water. They're getting turned around by FEMA because they don't want them. In this case, there's uh, you know obviously a great deal of people are getting turned around because they're they're not union members. They haven't paid the uh, you know the, the union the dues, and then the, of course the union is uh, you know tied strongly with the government. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to prevent these people from working. If there weren't laws, then they wouldn't be able to prevent people from working. So it really all comes down to the government in every instance. Just turning that away. Was
10: my, that was my point, sir. That was exactly my point. And when we're reaching a point that government is controlling everything, then we do not have our lives. We don't have free enterprise, uh, and we've blown our constitution. Yeah, so a government big, what, enough, to the big to enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything from I mean, you. Listening to these elderly people, and I'm I'm one. I'm housebound. But listening to these elderly people screaming for help, I mean, this is heartbreaking, and they've got people at the door wanting to help. Um, It doesn't make too much sense to me. Uh, Maybe something's wrong with me for thinking such.
0: Linda, I appreciate your call and your thoughts tonight. Thanks for making it. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know... I don't know. I have to apologize. I wanted to pull up Convoy during that call, and my computer was totally bombing. Like the sound card wasn't working, and then the, the YouTube video wouldn't load. 11, but uh, I think long-haired
3: I, friends of Jesus in a
0: chartreuse microbus. Yeah, it's it's way too late to now. Though like, fans, it's not on? as. Just doesn't Boy, have the yeah, same impact.
9: For sure, for sure. By golly, it's we'll
0: continue with your calls here in moments. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's the Seikl CAI toll-free line. I mean, do kids today even know what the CB radio is?
3: They have to have seen it on TV.
0: Really? You think they use CB radios and TV shows these days? Hey, turn that metal down. Hey, turn the metal down, board out, please. Thank you. There we go. We'll let Convoy take us out. More coming up here. Your calls are welcome. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 855 450
11: 3733.
0: You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Toll free 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll free line one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 450 3733
3: Speaking of SACL CAI, what is it? SACL CAI is the company that uh, sponsors our phone lines. They're a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business and accounts receivable is an arduous and vexing task for you, which... I can't imagine too many businesses it's not. Uh C A I can handle it for you. They can handle it in a fashion that's ex- extraordinarily efficient and respects your customers and respects you. Their call all their calls are recorded so you can go back and listen to any interaction with their um, their agents and uh, you know, people that uh, people that they're you know collecting on bills from. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right hand side of the page. SACL CAI.
0: All right, so eight five five four fifty free. That's the sacl CAI toll free line. Let's go back to the phones and the fun. Talk to Howard, listening in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Howard.
2: How- Hi, Ian or Mark. How you guys doing?
0: Great. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Oh, I just want to comment about a few things, like that last like prank call or whatever. Like, man, that I didn't like that. That was like the subject was just like, oh. It's, I think that was the intention of the
0: pranker was to gross people out.
2: I just hope it's not like some kind of thing. Like I know that there's detractors against your show, and like I hope it's not going to be some like I imagine like they're feeling you guys out to see what they can get away with. Because that's
0: fine. We've been taking crank calls for years on this show, Howard. I mean, yeah,
2: and they're never like not they weren't like that. Like that was just like I don't know the subject they picked. It was just I never heard it before. I just.
0: Well, the person was calling from. Uh, right. They were listening to XM, so they're probably you know used to hearing content that's uh, that's a little bit more racy, I suppose. But I think you're right. I mean, yeah, uh, people.
2: I know, Ian, there are people. You I, you you were just saying there were like you, there was this whole thing like you there's this site that's against you, right? Like you were... uh,
0: there, I don't know. I mean, I there's, I'm sure there are plenty of people that don't like <laughs> Free Talk Live. I don't know well, if there's, there's a specific like some
2: negative some some negative things that people were putting out against. Free State Project. Oh, I the Free State online, Project. I was looking. No, that's yeah, the 26-page,
0: you know? what you're talking about is a 26-page document that was released uh, here in New Hampshire by some activist group that is very much in opposition to the Free State Project and it's essentially, a. I mean, it's it's an amazing piece that really is touting a lot of the victories that is that have happened here. if you haven 't seen it, you can go to freekeen dot com and download it there and and see it for yourself but you know i don't really worry myself with that stuff howard i mean there's no point in in fretting about who doesn't like you yeah. i mean if you're if you're doing if you're doing something out there and there are people that don't like it, that means you're doing something right uh, otherwise they're either talking about you or they're not talking about you
2: dig it. you you aren't like really brave. I appreciate that. And you know, just that you can just blow that off and just say that that's nothing. And if it becomes a problem, that you would deal with it. Well, as
0: far as crank calls are concerned, thank you, Howard. And I appreciate your call tonight. As far as crank calls are concerned, we've been taking crank calls on the air here ever since the beginning. I mean, it's an open phones show. We're not going to screen the hell out of calls. If they don't
3: say the the wordy
0: dirds. there's certain there are certain words that can't be said and there are also content restrictions the fcc does have restrictions on uh, like obscenity uh, but as long as we're clinical in our discussion of adult topics it doesn't really violate that uh, so. So I didn't feel like that call crossed
3: those lines. I didn't, either. I, I didn't
0: feel like she was uh, particularly explicit. Uh, I'd have flipped or,
3: out if I thought that it uh, crossed the lines. It was
0: I, a disturbing topic. Absolutely. Agreed. But we've talked about many disturbing, uh, you know, very adult subjects on this show. This is not a show for, you know, unless you're a really open, cool family. This is probably not a show for children uh, because we do talk about adult things, sex, drugs, uh Politicians. These are very adult uh, topics, and they are covered here. Yeah, it's
3: hard for me to imagine in today's world the uh, you know the nine year old boy underneath his covers right now at eight thirty at night on a uh, Eastern time with a transistor radio pushed up to his ear. (laughs) I mean, I just I can't imagine. The chances are much higher that he's got his tablet and he's uh, you know I mean if he's looking for adult content, he's not looking. To listen to Free Talk it. No live. doubt.
0: No doubt. Uh, so 855-450-FREE. And as far as the general comment about uh, haters of the Free State Project, again, it's, a, it's an indicator that you're doing something right. If, if you're out there putting it out there, putting your activism or your, your business or whatever it is that people don't like – if you're out there putting that out there then uh and people are commenting negatively on it, that means that there's that you're stirring it up and I think that there's value to that. And Especially it, at radio. I yeah. Mean, obviously. And you can't let it get to you. I mean, if I wanted to, I could spend time reading YouTube comments and really, you know, have a shotgun in my mouth by the time I was done with it, because they're just so negative and youtube's
3: the crankiest place in the world
0: i yeah i don't understand it i i I guess you know people that have negative things to say are more likely to say them i think that's probably a factor as to why things are like that it
3: created a culture of negativity in that area
0: i mean i I just that that seems to be the reality right and then negative people fight with other people and uh, it's just a mess so you can only spend your time doing so much and i think that you should spend your time doing what you love and I don't love reading negative uh, comments. I mean, I'll read them every now and then a little bit here and there. But um, I want to focus on creating
3: content. I want to focus on creating well, I think uh, what's more important media. is that Free Talk Live is getting on more and more radio stations as time goes by, not less and less. The professionals in the industry understand that Free Talk Live creates an atmosphere that is just unlike any other show out there. And that that's of value. That Free Talk Live today is celebrating its 10th year on the radio you know really shows that uh free talk live is is something it's a it's a force to be reckoned with in the industry
0: you know i'm glad you brought that up uh it was definitely something that uh, we should mention and it is it has been 10 years ever since we started back in sarasota florida yeah back at our fm talk station we'll give ourselves a little bit of applause i mean somebody's got to do it right so Ten years, that's a long time to do a radio show, especially to do it in the same time slot the whole time around. I mean, we're actually doing more now than ever before. We started with uh, as just a weekend show. Uh, were expanded to quickly, like within a, to two or three weeks, to weeknights uh, down in on an FM talk station in Sarasota, Florida, which no longer exists. Uh, they flipped formats. They went back to music several months after we got our start, so we barely had a chance to really get a foothold. We uh, moved the show uh, online only for a short period of time, then went to WTMY uh, down in Sarasota. We then moved to WSRQ uh, in Sarasota, where we're now heard. The time
3: was WIBQ.
0: Right. Where we are now heard by by the way, again in Sarasota on WSRQ. So it's great There's to some be time, yeah. back on in our, uh, in our original home market there. And we're syndicated by the Genesis Communications Network back in 2004. So we started in 2002 on November 3rd and then in 2004 got syndicated, which meant that the show was available at that point to stations all across the country. And we've been with Genesis, uh, our syndicate, ever since. Uh, we've been in the seven to ten at night Eastern time time, uh, time slot ever since. There are few shows in the industry that are as you know solid and reliable as far as you turn on the receiver. We're there. Uh, Free Talk Live is one of those shows and we're now there seven nights a week instead of just five or six as we have been in the in the past. So we couldn't have gotten here without you, though, you, the listener of this program, you, those who are running the radio stations that air this program, the Internet stations that you take the station that
3: get upset, scream and shake your fists
0: and you, the advertisers uh, of this show, both past and present. Uh, So thank you to everybody. Who has made this possible? Of course, the amplifiers as well, the Free Talk Live amplifiers, contributing five bucks a month to the show to help us get on more radio stations around the country. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about that. Now, that's amp stands for advertise, market, and promote. So the idea is we take that five bucks in and invest it into Free Talk Live. Had we not had the amp program since around 2005, it was late 2005 when we started with that program. Uh, had we not had the AMP program, I don't know what the growth would have been like. It certainly would not have been near as quick. Uh, you know, We've really been able to focus on growing the show because of listeners getting behind it financially. Uh, it's been a huge boon. Obviously, we have advertising along with AMP, but AMP is specifically used just for promoting the show. Whereas, it, you know, the money that you bring in through the ad dollars, Mark, actually goes to pay us so we can live our lives uh, as well. That part's important, too. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who's made this happen. We're glad to still be here after uh, 10 years and all of our wonderful uh, co hosts that have been in and out uh, in our third chair over the years. Our Saturday listeners don't get to hear those folks, but they're in throughout the week as well. And uh, they've been great and really helpful in all this. Back Thanks to everybody. Yeah, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your calls are next. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we will share with you. Once again, freetalklive.com. With you tonight, Ian. And Mark. Those features on our site, by the way, are uh, do include archives. We were just talking about how we've been doing the show for a decade now. Uh, a good portion of the last decade is available online for you for free over at freetalklive.com. You can click back into the archives and go all the way back to late 2006. Uh, so all of that free. Head on over. Enjoy that. Uh, And uh, and if you want, you can click onto our SoundCloud page, which makes it easy to share those archives. So if you go to freetalklive.com, the SoundCloud link is on the left-hand side. It's uh, under Listen and Share. You'll find the SoundCloud link there. You can just type in soundcloud.freetalklive.com. We'll take you right to the page. And then if you click the Share button on whatever episode you enjoy, maybe you want to share tonight's uh, Vermin Supreme interview, you can uh, hit the Share button, and it'll make it easy for you to share that on Facebook or Twitter or whatever you know your social networking preference is. So go to freetalklive.com, grab a bunch of archives, and enjoy. As we go to the phones here and continue with you and your thoughts, you bring up what you want. Coming up, gas. Gouging. We'll talk about it if we get a chance, but your calls come first. Calvin, listening in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Calvin. Calvin, in New York. Going once.
7: Yeah.
0: Calvin, you're on the air.
6: You? Oh, how are you guys
7: tonight?
0: Good. What's on your mind, Calvin?
7: Well, okay. Well, we're thinking uh, on that uh, open carry law. Yes, sir. I, I really don't think it's, you know, it's not a bad idea, I don't think, really. Um,. State of Texas. I mean, it's uh, open. you know, got open carry in the, uh, in the bars now. You can buy, actually walk in a bar.
0: That's pretty good. We can do that here so, in New Hampshire. Now, what is the law like there in New York?
2: Uh, you uh, well, they have it concealed. You got a permit,
7: but you can't open carry as long as you have a pistol permit.
0: Okay, so it's a permit open carry. So you cannot open carry without uh, permission from the New York state government. Now, where where did you say you were listening tonight in New York? Oh, Martinsburg, Martinsburg, New York. Okay, I'm not familiar with uh, with where that is, but that's uh,
7: uh, way, way north of Syracuse. <laughs> is, it, is it
0: frustrating to you? I mean, as uh, are you a gun owner in New York?
7: Oh, I'm a gun owner and a gun hunter.
0: How hard was it to get the uh, the permit?
2: oh
7: uh, it's it's a compile the paperwork, and then you have to have a lot of people to stand up for you and vouch for you that uh, really? you know you're not uh, that you're not insane that you're not you know. You're, you're trustworthy, you know.
0: Well, I appreciate that and, uh, information.
7: Yeah, you have at least like five, I think it's five people or something like that to do it. So,
0: Thanks for the call well, tonight, uh, Calvin. I do appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. He's calling because uh, Oklahoma is going to be allowing open carry now, which they haven't before, I guess. Or at least yeah. not in our lifetime. I'm not
3: really cheering for this. I, I'm not a. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of uh, people using guns to solve problems. I'm, I'm not. I think that uh, there are certain times in life. Uh, maybe it's not everybody's life, but some people's life when having a a gun is uh, you know probably the best protection you can have. Now I don't know that that makes necessarily it worth the time, energy, and uh, potential uh, for disaster for me to carry a gun all the time, but. You know, I mean, different people need to be able to make different decisions. And, um, you know, that, that's what that comes down to. And I think that in a country, this is where it always comes back to for me, in a country where the Bill of Rights says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The only way I can interpret that is, is it shouldn't be infringed, not 20,000 gun laws and you need to to you know, to get your mom and a few neighbors to stand up and say you're not crazy. I don't see that. I mean, it says shall not be infringed. And therefore, if you want to infringe the right to keep and bear arms, then you need to change the rule book. It's not a right if the Supreme Court. You mean amend the Constitution? Clearly, they don't
0: need to do that. They can just pass whatever law they want locally, and the cops will enforce it because the cops don't care what the Constitution says, and apparently uh, not. Right? I mean, so, the
3: politicians don't care. Right, and, and the nobody judges, in government seems to care. And the right, the po- cops but, don't care, the politicians don't care, and the judges will back them up. The judges, uh, when when the Supreme Court justices say that you can a- a- attenuate or mitigate rights, how in the world do you mitigate a right? If you've got the right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, how do you mitigate that? How do you attenuate that right? You can't. You there's it's either the, a right or it isn't. Right, there's no middle it's ground. It's a privilege if you can if it can be attenuated. They can tell you when you can drive, where you can drive, they can take your license because they claim that that is a privilege. And I think that there's an argument for that since it's their roads. However, if I have the right to keep and bear arms and it shall not be infringed, I don't get how they can do it.
0: Let's go to Mark. He's in Virginia, listening to WNIS. Hey, Mark, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, how you guys doing? Great. Go ahead with your thoughts. Um, yeah, I just uh, turned it on just a minute ago when I got in the car and heard you talking about the Open Carry. There is a website dedicated to uh, Open Carry. Okay. Uh, it's called opencarry.org, and they've got all the different states on there, and you can access all the uh, state police websites from there for the different laws and stuff like that.
0: Oh, uh, unfortunately, uh, the site's down right now. <laughs>
9: But is
0: it, uh, maybe at some point it'll be back. Uh, maybe Google yeah, Cache has it or something like that. But
9: it's yeah, offline it's at the moment. Down, but, yeah, I've, I've been on that for, since, uh, since 2006, just what after it, it uh, started. But I'm in Virginia. We uh, I open carry all the time. There's no permit needed. I can carry just about uh, anywhere I want to go. Do you um, get hassled uh, by the cops? Nope.
3: Oh, that's good to Never know. What do, by the way, the site's back. What do you think the value is to doing open carry?
9: Uh, well, for one, it shows uh, people that normal, everyday people carry guns, not just cops, not just criminals. Uh, it also lets people know about their rights, because uh, the other day I was in the Bass Pro here in Hampton, and young girl cashier saw my gun. Uh, I carry a Kimber 1911, and she liked it. She said, that's a nice gun. I'd like to carry that. Well, she's 20 years old she said i can't carry i said well in virginia you Mm -hmm. can't open carry a handgun you can own an open carry handgun your parents just have to gift it to you
0: i see it's one of those things where you can't buy it yourself but you can still have it
9: yeah you can have it they just have to buy the gun and ammo but you can legally at 18 years old in virginia open carry a handgun i know quite a few people who do do you have children Um, most what's that do you have children yes sir i also have grandkids
3: what uh what age did you buy the bb uh the first bb gun for your for kids
9: Well, actually, uh, it was my stepkids, and they were ten and fourteen when we got married. I wasn't really into firearms at that time. We got Mm -hmm. married, which was ninety-one. I wasn't against them, but I was more a car guy. Um, But uh, I got my son, started teaching him a little bit at uh, ninety-nine. His his dad was uh, their dad was actually a, a former law enforcement and marine. Uh, they were familiar with guns, never did a lot of shooting, but there's no problem. My wife actually uh, owned one before I did. Mark,
3: why did you ask that question? I, I just I – mean, he, was, he was talking about the age of uh, this woman being 20, 20 and not able to carry, and – you know, when it says shall not be infringed, I think that that, can, that that should affect kids, too. I mean, should there be an age where somebody can start sh- uh, having a gun? I got my first BB gun. I, th- I think I was Wasn't 10, it
0: back? You know, 12? how many people have called this show saying they carried a rifle to school? Yeah. So if that wasn't that long ago that there wasn't, you know, restrictions on age like that. Mark, thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 855 free A different Mark, also calling from Virginia Beach. You're on Free Talk Live. Mark number
6: two. Hi, uh, Actually, this is Lawrence calling from Virginia Beach. What was your name? Lawrence. L-A-W-R-N-C. Lawrence.
0: Don't know how they figured your name was Mark. Go ahead, Lawrence. Sorry about that.
6: That's okay. I, I'm i also a concealed carrier out here in Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. Uh, member of the VCDL NRA. Uh, my thoughts are to carry. Um, I have family out in Oklahoma, and I think it's a great thing that they finally have gotten that forward. Uh, it's one of the... One of the best decisions I ever made. It saved my life to become a concealed carrier. Uh, the open, as far as the open carry aspect of it's concerned, I think it has its place at certain times. There have been situations where I have been in some certain, I would say, uh, atmospheres where I felt it was best to, I guess, the best best way I would put it is show my teeth mm-hmm. in that sense. Where basically I want to make sure that people know that it's not a good idea to confront me and things like that. Sure. Uh I did have a situation where I did have to use it. Uh it was a robbery ambush ten oh, wow. years ago. Uh three men, one of them armed, with actually with the nineteen eleven, just like uh buddy up there amped it.
3: Wait wait a second. Uh, did you, you had the nineteen eleven or the ar- the armed robber had a nineteen eleven?
6: The armed robber had a nineteen eleven. Oh my. Uh, he got it caught in his clothing, which brought me a little bit of an extra second. That beaver tail got caught in there. Yeah. And that allowed me to pull from concealed carry my Glock 26, which was in a Blackhawk uh, check-6 holster. Hmm. And I basically had my gun at his chest before he had his gun basically at my legs.
3: Yep, that takes, that'll takes that take care of that.
0: That had to be uh, an intense situation. Did, uh, did he walk away, or did you blast the guy?
6: Uh, he panicked. I ordered him onto the ground, and by the time I said ground, he was basically off the races. I thought for a minute as that they were going to a different attack pattern. I That's a, a scary story. I nearly murdered before. Mark, so,
0: thanks for the call tonight. Uh, I appreciate hearing from you. Glad you made it out and glad that uh, you were able to defend yourself appropriately and that you didn't manage to take someone else's life in the process. Because normally if you pull a gun on somebody, you should be prepared to He was probably it. prepared. Yeah, more coming up here. Hour number three.
4: A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum five. There's a robot.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE as we launch here into the third hour of this live Saturday edition. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. 855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. As uh, we continue here with you and your thoughts, we'll go to the phones first. And if we get a chance, we'll talk about gouging, specifically for gasoline as... uh, is allegedly happening in the New York and New Jersey area. I support it, uh, and Mark, I imagine you do as well. We'll explain why we support gouging. Sound
3: economic principle.
0: Here in a moment. But first, we'll go to the phones, and you and your thoughts. We've got Ted on the line in Virginia listening to WNIS. Hey, Ted.
12: Hey, how you doing?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
12: Yeah, I was just trying to figure out why the candidates, uh, I am a Republican all my life. I know you all made a comment about all your life, but I have been, but that's not what the the issue is. I'm trying to find out why the candidates do not go on the TV live. I remember as a child, I think, I may be wrong, I'm 60 years old, uh, that the candidates used to go on television and actually talk. You know, like, I guess they had to pay for it, and I guess they got plenty of money to waste on crap coming in the mail you know all the stuff every day in the mail i like to hear the candidates talk themselves
0: aren't they live when the debates happen
12: yeah but i'm talking, talking about without the debate they're gone and done
0: so what As do you want Republican, what do you want to do live one. you mean like an interview well, format
12: right well not so much just in live advertisement so to speak or just some advertisements where Mitt romney obama's actually talking to the television you know to the camera instead of some little snippets they use you know yeah, you know, and then you say, want more than a
0: thirty-second commercial or something like that. You yes, want...
12: I want a commercial that the man does speaking. I don't care if it's scripted or not. Why don't they speak? Because <laughs> the more Romney speaks. The more people like him, anyway. I don't
0: I, know, I, know if that's know true. Do. I mean, the more politicians speak, the more I want to turn it off uh, because they're all a bunch of liars and thieves and crooks. Well, uh, not to mention murderers.
12: Category, and it's always a, what it is. The, you have to pick the worst of the two. I
0: don't people. actually. No, you can actually choose uh, to vote for none of the above. You can vote for a third party candidate, like Gary Johnson from uh, the I Libertarians, it, like Jill Stein like from him. the Green Party.
12: Well, I, I guess I was raised not to throw my vote away. You know. <laughs> Uh, well, you got to vote for something. You got you You got to try to uh, Gary Johnson,
3: Jill Stein. Let, let, let me let me explain the math behind it. Now, I disagree with my partner here on the not voting for the lesser of two evils. I think when anybody votes for a candidate, they're always voting for the lesser of evils. Um, whether you but vote he for said you could only of, p- pick one or the other, right? And I disagree with that because um, the the fact is, is, you've got one vote. Mitt Romney is either going to win or lose. Where where are you calling from? New York? Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Uh, No, Virginia. He's either going to win or lose Virginia, but he's not going to win or lose Virginia by one vote. So whatever the amount of votes, more than one is a wasted vote because one vote is all it takes to win Virginia. And all the votes for the other candidate are wasted um, because the fact is they lost. So if you vote your conscience, if that conscience is Republican, then vote Republican. But if you vote your conscience, then you'll never waste your vote.
12: Right, and that's what I do. I vote my content. But back to my original question is why don't they do a live, Almost like a fireside chat, you know, because they,
0: they, they don't want to be heard. Money. I mean, these people—they, I don't think so. Bad?
3: I disagree. Um, I, I think that uh, the fact is they give lots of political stump speeches out there. C-SPAN probably carries some of them live. The more they um, talk, more I think it'll contradict bad. themselves. I think it's bad uh, television, really, when it comes down to it. Television has uh, come down to what the American people, I guess, can handle, which is you know, right. two and three minute news segments, and that's all they can uh, they can stomach at any given time or whatever, and that's...
0: I don't know if that's true, Mark. I think that's uh, the TV viewing audience is a different audience than the YouTube audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV viewers are more likely to sit down for a half an hour or hour-long presentation, whereas a, a YouTube viewer can't handle anything longer than two to five minutes uh, typically, so Look, there's a difference there between are, the two.
3: There is ample opportunity for, especially in New Hampshire, South Carolina, Florida, where, you know, these uh, these early voting states for the candidates to have live presentations, If the new if these Agencies but a, wanted to put them up; they so, certainly could.
0: Just to clarify, Ted, do you want this candidate? These you know these candidate uh, TV shows that you're talking about. Do you want them to just blather on uh, to a camera, or do you want somebody there asking challenging questions?
12: Either way, they want to do it. But I'm talking about just these commercials they run for 30 seconds. I, gotcha. I wouldn't care for those. 30, I, they just take snips out of their dump uh, speeches. You know, yeah. what I'm saying Thank, Thanks not, for like the call.
0: Here. I do appreciate hearing from you tonight, Ted. That fifty three. That is the sacl Cai toll free line. You know, if it's them just blathering for a half an hour, then yeah, they'll talk about that. But what they don't want to do, when I was saying they didn't, they didn't want to talk. I meant they didn't want to talk to somebody who might actually ask them a tough question. They oh, don't, don't have... they want to have
3: tough questions. Right. And the... that was uh, evidenced by the debate that went on. Well, let's say the the last debate where supposedly they were getting in questions from the people. They had some people from the audience that hey, they handpicked. Yep. Then they had their questions. Asked ahead of time and approved, right. and it was in the contract, the twenty-seven-page document or something like that. I don't remember exactly the number, but it was a, a yeah. rather long contract that both candidates signed. That if one of these people, uh, you know, deviated from their question, that they'd be pulled off immediately. Mm-hmm. So um, the fact is, is that these questions were essentially written by the candidates because they were approved by the candidates, and yeah. the, the people couldn't <laughs> couldn't uh, ask scam. anything else. So the idea that the people were speaking to the candidates is is Patently preposterous,
0: but really, I mean, I get it, man. If you like Democrats and Republicans, no matter what they serve up, then just do what are you going vote? Well, whatever you're going to vote we've for. We've got what we got. But why got. do you want to hear what they have to say? What are they going to say that's new and fresh? Are they going to really bring you some sort of uh, new ideas, something right. unique, no- something?
3: Revolutionary? Right. Well, I mean, you saw what hope and change brought you. Just another Democrat. Bush
0: the Third is what hope and change right. brought us. Honestly, I mean, the, Obama is George
3: W. Bush III. Another centrist, and that's essentially what tends to come out of this. A centrist?
0: And, I mean, what does that even mean, Mark? A
3: centrist means they want big government programs from both the right and the left.
0: Okay, because you got to be careful when you use terms like that. Uh, Because somebody might listen to you say centrist and think that means they're moderate or something like that. And these people, whether it's George Bush or Barack Obama, are not moderate. They want to control your life in every single aspect. As
3: far as I'm concerned, bipartisanship means, uh uh-oh, here it comes again. Mm, Bend over. Let's continue here
0: with Abel listening in New Hampshire. Abel, you're on Free Talk Live.
13: Thank you, uh, uh, Ian. It's uh, it's great to get through to you guys. Go ahead, sir. I... uh... I wanted to bring up first of all, uh, Mark. Um, they don't own the roads; the roads are owned, you know, in common by all of us. They didn't get anything without stealing it from us. Agreed. And, but... uh, and there, and there has been. Uh, it just so you have to just Google it. Uh, you know, uh, all of the uh, high court decisions establish a right of travel, and there is no. There is no decision that that removed the right of travel. What removed the right of travel was people's act—we instance to uh, to a a driving activity, which yeah. is as actually, soon as people started uh, to take you know, the
0: license. As soon as people accepted the idea that they had to be licensed in order to travel, that's what ruined it, right?
13: It was. Voluntary, when they first started giving out licenses, mm. oh, you could get one. You don't have to have one. It's like an ID or whatever, you know. Figures. And then, you know, next thing you know, oh, wow, well, uh, you know, we're going to throw you in jail if you uh, don't have one of these. And and you know, the right to travel is an established and inalienable right. That well, they a- they've
0: alienated that. Just,
13: just <laughs> it, well, yeah, exactly. It's, it's and, thoroughly uh, it's
3: thoroughly alienated.
13: Open carry is just great. I think. uh... Uh, that that uh, like the earlier guy said that uh, it's a it's a thing that we all need to do. Uh, I mean, not all of us, but uh, you know, we ought to be thinking about doing. it. No, but if you because... have the
0: if you have the ability to open carry, it's a good thing to do, in my opinion, because as was suggested earlier, it it does acclimate people to the uh, you know to seeing guns out and about. Uh, and if people are used to that, then they're less likely to be freaked out by it the next time they see it. And we've had that here in New Hampshire for a long time. Uh, it's not perfect here in New Hampshire because there is still the shall issue uh, concealed carry permitting process, which Vermont doesn't have. In Vermont, as I understand it, you can just conceal carry, no problem, no permit necessary. So hopefully we'll see some change on that front at some point here uh, in New Hampshire.
13: Well, I've yet to announce to any of my local constabulary that uh, that I'm a gun owner, so I, I'd rather not do that.
0: No, I agree. <laughs> No, I think that we need to yeah, see a repeal I mean, of uh, yeah. of the concealed carry permit and make it so that right. anybody can conceal if they want. Abel, thanks for yeah. the call, man. Appreciate it. 450 free. That's the Saquel CAI toll free line. Gouging coming up. We got a chance. Your calls come first, though, so you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Open phones every single night of the week here on Free Talk Live, celebrating our tenth anniversary tonight. One eight five five. That's right, 10. 1 855 450 3733. You take control. It's Free Talk Live teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page this is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves if you would like. Toll free numbers 855 450 Free. You can join us on the phones. and online as well we've got news updates for you should you like to receive them you can go to news.freetalklive.com there you can sign up for the emailed version of the news updates which is the best way to get the latest about the show but also there's twitter and facebook so maybe you prefer to get information that way you can follow us on twitter and facebook and then you'll get more than just news about the show you'll also get updates during the program uh, and we'll ask questions or post show prep, and that sort of thing. You can interact with us uh, even further that way. So go to news.freetalklive.com. You can sign up for the emails. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, all through that very same page, news.freetalklive.com.
3: With Hurricane Sandy or whatever it was called by the time it made uh, landfall, the cyclonic event formerly known as Hurricane Sandy, a lot of people are thinking about uh, you know sort of Preparedness. Now, prepping has been in the, the news for a, for a couple of a few years now um, since the economic downturn occurred. A lot of people are very concerned with what are they going to do if something terrible uh, happens? We don't know what this terrible thing is. It kind of sits out there in this weird, you know, netherworld. Is it is it a weather disaster? Is it some kind of nuclear event? Is it an EMP that goes along with a nuclear weapon? Is it a total financial collapse? Who knows what uh, people are talking about? about
0: or maybe it's just some uh, swamped roads and the inability to get gasoline
3: somewhere that's right uh, and all these situations can be handled with preparedness a guide for people who want to be prepared is strategic survival.com this is an, an exhaustive book that will give you scenario based survival tips it's not just you know one kind of just just survivalism for survivalism sake. It, it it tells you you know step by step brand names, items to get, what you need, why you need it, and uh, even gives you tips on practicing and, and that kind of thing. It'll help you understand what might happen, how it might affect you and your family, and what you can do about it. It's strategicsurvival.com. It's a great book. We've got one right here in the studio, strategicsurvival.com. Johnny Ray recommends that. Let's continue here and go to Barry. Yeah, what I've read, I recommend. I haven't read the whole thing all the way through.
0: Barry is listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Hey, Barry.
14: Hi, how are y'all today? Just
0: super. What's on your mind tonight?
14: Well, uh, first of all, uh, I'm a prior military police officer. I served for ten years. I'm a conservative. I am also uh, extremely small government. I believe that uh, the people should have the right to govern themselves in a small unity, community rather, and. If they want to, I don't know, if they want to grow marijuana, then the federal, state, or county in this state should not be able to overrule that.
0: You're an unusual conservative. Uh, most people calling themselves conservatives would not make a statement like that.
14: Um, well, probably. Ken- uh, I... Go ahead. Can
0: I uh, just want to check? I just want to kind of find out more about what you uh, what you believe. So, okay, sure. I can grow marijuana. Can I uh, can I hold hands with another man? Sure. And can I marry that uh, that other man?
14: Um, to me, marriage is between a man and a woman. Now, it doesn't. I I don't care who you date, who you live with, or who you I don't know want to quote marry. That's not up to me, but I don't want to water down the sanctity of marriage. Marriage is not a—go ahead. Let me
3: ask you this question. Are you aware that George and Martha Washington didn't have a marriage license?
14: Uh, No, but that doesn't bother me if they did or did not. Do
3: you think the government should
0: hand out marriage licenses? Should people have to ask permission and get a form filled out, give money to the state in order to consider themselves married? No. So therefore, if I—you know, I'm not gay, but if I were, uh, and I, I wanted to get married, if I just went to a church and they decided, you know, it was a Unitarian Church, for instance, and they consented, and uh, and my partner and I consented, would that be all right?
14: That's between you and your church and your God. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think the state has any business handing out benefits just because you are, quote, married.
0: Okay. very good barry
14: this all be this, this all began when taxes came into existence, and uh, the, the federal government started growing i I believe in government we need a federal government
3: oh I it, disagree not, with that. What do you think we need the federal government for?
14: Well we need uh, to uh, it's our
15: er.
14: we need to <laughs> we need to handle our congress our between our fifty states we need a uh, uh, an entity to say, yeah, this is fair and this is, this is not fair. We need. Do you think something to go
3: ahead? Do you think the European Union is better off or worse off? Uh, but the, excuse me, I should say the countries within the European Union are better off or worse off with an overriding federal uh, entity. Worse off. Yeah, I wonder to myself why is it certainly under the Articles of Confederation there were some arguments between the states, but there still are. Um, How it is that uh, you know that really that we we need here fifty states in this country need a federal overarching government that's going to work better than you know say twenty something states in Europe where it works worse.
14: I I, don't get me started on the war between the states because. Those states had every right to secede from the Union. So in that do you know case— which state, you, Do you know which state wanted to um, secede from the Union first? West Virginia? No.
3: Well, actually, there were some uh, New England states that wanted to. Interesting.
14: Yeah, it was, I believe it was Massachusetts, because uh had something to do with uh, the, the, or the, the armies up there, and nobody would help them out, so Massachusetts said, fine, we'll just secede.
0: So oh, let me see if I've night. got it. I just want to make sure I'm understanding you, Barry. You support the idea yeah. of having a federal government, but on the other hand, you think the European government was a, or the uh, European Union was not helpful for those uh, states over there, but yet at the same time, you wouldn't oppose it if, uh, say, New Hampshire wanted to secede.
14: Correct. I believe in a small, small, small federal government. Yeah, that's going
0: to happen, state, right? State, <laughs>
14: well, I know. That, but I believe the state have the right to say federal no we don't want that so if you could tomorrow
0: let's say tomorrow morning uh you could press a button and make it make west virginia secede like everybody would all of a sudden want to secede and it would happen it would be peaceful would you press the button
3: yes
0: all right well you're my kind of guy barry i appreciate hearing. by the way
3: barry you're not a conservative. Yeah. You're a libertarian. You, you don't
0: sound anything like a conservative to me. <laughs> Check out libertarianism and I appreciate your call and your time tonight.
3: Uh 855-450 free. Many people who call themselves conservatives um it you know A lot of liberals too. As you can see with with a certain amount of questions. And liberals too. Is really libertarian
0: used to mean what liberal Used to mean or yeah. does mean what, sort of what right mean.
3: a, a paleo conservative or a classical liberal both of these terms essentially mean what is called today a libertarian
0: and the general concept would be that uh, you know libertarians are socially
3: uh, liberal but fiscally conservative right for they believe that uh, that you own yourself and that uh, you know no one has a higher claim of ownership over you that you are the sovereign individual and.
0: We, Mark, although I don't really like the term libertarian for myself, despite the fact that I am running as a libertarian for a statehouse race here in New Hampshire. Uh, I think it's somewhat confusing. People don't know what it means. We on this program support gouging, and we'll explain why if we get a chance here. Coming up, 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Sounds shocking. We'll uh, give you some details here. And, of course, you can call in about anything that you want. 1-855-453. Take control. This is Free Talk Live's live Saturday show the successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. talk live toll-free number 855-450-FREE that's 1-855-450-3733 live saturday edition of free talk live with you tonight it's ian and mark and we'll continue taking your phone calls also if we get a chance to talk about why we support gouging here on this program
3: 1-855-450-3733 but first bitcoins uh they are a new currency a new type of money. They're money for the internet. They're an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency that allows you to send and receive money on the internet without having to pay any fees. You can send any money anywhere in the world. And if somebody uh, has the ability to receive it, then you can send them money and you can send it with uh, no fee at all. They're, they're amazing things. As a matter of fact, if you go to blockchain.info, Then you can get one of their online wallets in which to keep your bitcoins, and you can send bitcoins to people via their email, to your Facebook friends, or to anyone's cell phone number in just about any country around the world. Imagine being able to send money without having to pay any fees. This is a huge—and to have complete control over your bank account. The money— That you have in the bank, you don't have control over it. The bank does. If for whatever reason some governmental agency or some even foreign governments, in in a lot of cases this happens, will come come to the bank and say they want to freeze your account, the bank will freeze your account. You can't tell me you've got control of your money. Bitcoin uh-huh. gives you control of your money. Yep. If you want to find out more about Bitcoins, go to weusecoins.org. And if you want to get a Bitcoin wallet, go to blockchain.info.
0: I got a sweet deal on some Bitcoins today, Mark. The uh, price was like ten sixty nine on the market. Yep. I got them for $10. Ah, that's sweet. Because a uh, guy locally was looking to cash in, and he needed them fast. So sure. I made an offer. Boom. Uh, and it's that fast to transfer Bitcoins. I mean, you don't have to, there's no gatekeepers. You literally just type in the address or punch in the address, uh, paste it usually because you don't want to type it, uh, copy and paste the address of whoever it is you're sending them to, and then click the send button, and instantaneously they are removed and put into that person's account. After less than 20 minutes, that, uh, that change verified. is verified. It's confirmed multiple times but on it's the net- network. instantaneously. Yeah, exactly, and uh, it's solid. It's good to go, and it's all free. So let's continue here, though, with you and your thoughts. Brian is listening in Nashua, and I presume that's uh, New Hampshire. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live.
14: Hey, guys. How you doing?
0: Hey, you're on the I'm air. What's Nashua. on your mind tonight?
15: Yeah, I've been in Nashua for a while. I haven't been able to tune into you guys. Uh, just touching upon your, that, the Bitcoin app or the Bitcoin uh, phenomenon, the, the criticism of that is that, oh, well, who's creating the units of currency? That means it's, it's prone to hacking. And I know that they do have this, and I did study it briefly, uh, and they do have this centralization of, like, a a mining type thing where they have to go through some different algorithm. So it's supposed to mimic the actual uh, uh, supply of what gold would do. No, I'm not mm. sure how accurate that is. Or uh, anything like that.
3: Not really, um, but well, the the, mi- the mining process helps, uh, you know, verify the blockchain and to create, uh, you know, a, a verification process for the transactions that have occurred and that kind of thing. And it's a way to. Reward the people that essentially, you know, provide the infrastructure to the Bitcoin sending and receiving. Nobody can just pull a
0: trigger and-, and there's no
3: hacking Bitcoins. Right. Bitcoins are completely uncounterfeitable; that no one has successfully counterfeited them and. It's unlikely with the 256 bit encryption or whatever they've got that they could be, uh, you know, hacked by any computer that exists today. Plus, there's
0: no back door. Uh, there's no way that you know some designer can go in and uh, crank out some bitcoins and add them to his wallet or anything like that, because the whole thing's an open source project. So it's uh, it's auditable by anybody who has the programming know how to get in there and check out the code.
15: No, I absolutely, actually, not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's the criticism that I hear. I see. as if they say that the you know the computer units created by the Federal Reserve on the web on the stroke of a thumb is somehow more secure in their bank account. It's, yeah. uh, it's quite a paradigm.
0: Well, it's you know oh, it's just a misunderstanding, and that's why I'm glad you brought it up. So we had the chance to address that here. What else did you want to share?
15: Well, I want to actually go back to that uh, other caller. I, I kind of like how um, you you actually. Confronted him on like, well, he needs we need a central government, we, we just need that federal institutionalization of force to just kind of you know tell us what to do because we can't really think for ourselves. is either as you know a small government or a you know, state government or without even a state government at all. Uh, obviously, that goes into a, a, a much further spiral here. But the, the fact of the matter is, everything that the federal government does at this point to uh, suppress commerce. When they had the Constitution, they wrote regulate commerce because it meant to make regular, not to prohibit the free exercise of commerce. Hmm. So I think it's been an interesting concept that today that they, they basically went against the exact um, meaning of the Commerce Clause to mean, what's restrict commerce by co- by promoting the regulation of commerce. And I wanted to actually get to you guys' thoughts
3: on that and how people, like, get societally adapted to that and why they have. How people have societally adapted well, to you Because things th- there are realities in your life, and one of the realities in our life is the federal government, and there's little that we can do about it. So you might as well like it. Also, uh, no. well, I mean, f- no, from a human standpoint, from a, from a sort of survival, a psychological survival standpoint. You just standpoint, have
0: to deal with it. You You
3: might as well like it from a psychological um, uh, survival standpoint. I'm not suggesting that you do. Uh I'm saying that that's why people do. I got. Also, people have felt threatened in the past, and they have, uh, you know, therefore wanted to fight back. Whether that was World War One, World War Two, you know, whatever the situation was, that. People sacrifice their lives and their children, and uh, you know some would claim that uh, no one can sacrifice their children. But I think that you raise them in an environment where uh, you know that kind of thing would be acceptable, as the case may be. So I mean, you know, when somebody you love or or you you have willingly put your life on the line for some organization, obviously you're going to want that to mean something. You want that to be a meaningful thing. So therefore, you have to lionize that organization at least make that organization better than all the rest. Sadly, the United States has been slipping down the economic freedom charts uh, from, I think it's 8 and 18 as it's, uh, you know, in different uh, organiz- uh, different charts, and also uh, freedom of the press. I think we're 47, the United States uh, government. So, I mean, you know, the United States, sadly, isn't the freest place in the world anymore.
15: Oh, right. Absolutely. And, and the charts you're speaking of are by the Cato Institute and the World Bank, uh, so I am familiar with you speaking. With. Uh, the says, Economic Freedom the uh, charts.
0: Institute
3: and um, War- there's the Heritage the Foundation, Free the World Foundation. Is that the Fraser that's, one? That's Fraser Institute. Yeah. Yeah.
15: Okay, I was not aware of those. Okay. Similarly, hey. like look, what the federal the, the whole adaptation and you know, the, I guess the conditioning to loving the federal government is that our history has you know been. It's been oh
0: this. yeah. Well, I mean, who the he who wins the war writes the history books, right? So oh, yeah. obviously, obviously, the history uh, in this country is heavily swayed towards the federal government. Of course, the government runs the schools, so they get to uh, indoctrinate the youth uh, to the idea that the government is necessary and government is good, and that it's thanks to the government that the things are the way they are. But I think at, a, at some level, even though Mark, you know, people have been acclimated to it, I don't think they like it. I don't well, think most people congr- like being
3: Congress's approval rating at nine. Percent right, so
0: there's plenty of evidence, I and mean, that's about
3: all the politicians yeah. at that point.
0: So, hey, Brian, thanks for the call, man. appreciate hearing from you. I, I that's where I disagree with you, Mark. I don't think they like it. Um, maybe they you know they still feel well, the swelling in their hearts when they hear the a national anthem or see the flag, but that's just yes. programming. They don't like being well, ruled, they don't like being told what to do unless they do. But I don't know those people.
3: I like you know, I like that patriotic stuff myself. I don't, and I but fine, you don't. That's that, that's cool, but um what people need to understand when they look at that stuff is that the politicians hide behind that. That is the bunker uh, mm-hmm. from which they do their evil. If you don't like w- the term Washington DC, just interpret that as the United States because frankly that's what it is. Washington DC is the United States and it rules over the rest of us. Yeah.
0: I I agree that uh you know, you look at the the rest of the world And most people in America would acknowledge what our previous caller acknowledged, and that is that the European Union, those different uh, governments there, the people of those states, not better off. Even the government's not better off, you know, because of the U- uh, Re- European Union. Same thing with the Soviet Union. I mean, who would deny that uh, things are better in general? Uh, than... Generally,
3: a bigger government is a worse government, and it's right. arguable the United States government is the largest government the world has ever seen.
0: So most people in the United States can see that Soviet Union breaks up, things get better. The European Union has made things worse. But they have a hard time—is it myopic? Their vision's myopic? Have a hard time seeing what's happening here from the same perspective. Uh, The federal government is just a huge parasite, and it's worse than that because it's actually damaging actively people and hurting uh, peaceful people and stealing, and they need to go away. We need to have secession sooner rather than later. More coming up. Free Talk Live.
3: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.
0: This is free talk live moments remain here in this live saturday edition but if you make the call now we might be able to get your call in at 855-450-free if you don't get in tonight that's all right we have a live sunday show mark you'll be here tomorrow night with stephanie and right. y'all will take uh, as many calls as you possibly can 855-450-free is the toll-free number here hey if you like the show and you want to help support free talk live Would suggest that you become an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. The amp program is a big factor in how Free Talk Live has made it this far. We, as we mentioned earlier tonight, are celebrating our tenth full year of producing this radio program. Uh, And uh, Mark, you and I were with it from the very beginning. You took a short break in the middle, uh, early middle portion of the the shows, uh, the early early portion. Yeah, I got fired. Well, it wasn't my, my doing. Nope. Um, but uh, you're here now, and everything's been great, and our, it's been fantastic. But it's the AMP program that's really helped propel Free Talk Live. And that's where you, the listener, can become a supporter of the show and help us market, advertise, and promote AMP, advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live to new radio stations around the country and also bring new internet listeners on board. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up there and use any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or Mastercard. Right on our website, amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks as well. Let's go to the phone, though, and talk to you about what you want. Jamal's in Toronto. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Jamal.
7: Hi, how's it going?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
7: Well, I hear you guys talking about big government, and I can't stand big government. Okay. Hands down. And it starts with the Obama administration, first off, okay? My issue with them is they're, they're a Democratic Party, right? So I've heard. And we all know what they stand for. Do we? You know.
0: I don't know if I know what the Democrats or Republicans
3: stand for. Yeah, I don't take any of that uh, as a given.
7: Well, my whole thing is just they're all, all on the left side of things here. And the thing that everyone seems to overlook is that they're responsible for the world's single largest transfer of wealth in the history of, of the entire world, like the entire universe.
3: Tell me about that. When
7: he took all that money from the taxpayers' pockets and gave it right over to those fat bankers, you know? you talking about all the all bailouts?
3: No, Actually, the, the TARP bailouts, uh, the, the, the TARP funds uh, started under Bush. Um, and, but they both did oh, it. Oh, I know.
7: And, and right? it started no, it was, under Bush. Obama and was and the what, what stimulus. Was Obama campaigning. TARP changed, stimulus. TARP right? stimulus. Wait, so So did Bush give money to the banks? Bush did the
3: tarp. Obama did the stimulus. So Bush gave money to the bankers. Obama gave money to, uh, you know, basically union union cronies and uh, state governments. So
0: Obama never cut uh, checks
7: to the bankers?
3: I don't believe that it it may have uh, continued. Big time. He did? Yes, he did. And
7: he gave it all to them in Monopoly money.
0: Sure. Well, they just printed out.
7: Yeah, it's pretty much monopoly money.
0: I'm with you, Jamal. Really why you know why are you concerned though? I mean, you're up in Toronto. Does it really affect you that much there?
7: Yeah, because I go to the States like three times a year.
0: I see. That's gotta be annoying. What's worse? Uh is it the Canadian uh, border guards or the US border guards?
7: Oh, well obviously the US ones. They're pissed off all the time. They like they searched me
3: really invasively once.
0: Thanks for the call, Jamal. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at uh, 855-450-FREE. I don't think it's obvious. I mean, the Canadian ones uh,
3: you know, gave me the once-over, that's for
0: sure. Michael's in Oregon. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Michael. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Oh, uh, yeah, I was just...
0: Uh, it's really hard to hear you. Make sure you talk your right into your phone.
11: Oh, yeah, okay. I was interested in uh, talking about the federal government, big government.
0: Real and, quick. Uh, Go ahead.
11: Yeah, uh, the... Uh, guys have the constitution right there
0: and we've got the bill of rights handy
11: oh no i'm talking about amendment 10 you know that that would
0: be part of the bill of rights are you talking yeah, about that, article 10
11: yeah bill of rights okay. right that limits the uh federal government to what they can do
0: right yeah how'd that work out
11: uh that didn't work out at all did right.
0: it not really
11: yeah i mean it it's just it's so far beyond the constitution it's not even funny i mean it's really ridiculous so
0: yeah. what are you gonna do about it
11: uh um I can't really do anything about it because uh, we have a Federal Reserve and a whole economic system that is uh playing into fascism, okay, and hiding behind, you know, whatever things that uh, like presidents of the United States and parties, um, they play one on the other but they have complete control.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you have a plan? And tell me,
11: you know why? Why? No. Does, why are, does everybody in every presidential um, cabinet and on down the line, clear to the you know the cleanup lady in the White House, belong to the CFR? You know, that's why the that?
0: Council on Foreign Relations. Now, can you define what the CFR is? Uh,
11: the Council of Foreign Relations is a. It's a. It's like um part of the Security Council of the United States, most people belong the Council of Foreign Relations that belong to the Security Council of the United States and so what it's they, a private club, right?
3: it's not actually yeah, a governmental the security council of the United absolutely, States
11: absolutely absolutely yeah, and it's it's uh made up of uh very wealthy people and um most of them have their hands in the control of the United States.
0: It's basically one of those clubs kind of like the Bilderberg group, right? Like it's a bunch of, uh, yeah, you know.
11: Yeah, that's European. But well, the Bilderbergs have members
0: from all over the world.
11: But, oh, uh, uh, yeah, right. And there's a lot of them here. Now, is
0: the Council of Council on Foreign Relations, is that only American folk that are in that, or is that also an international group?
11: Uh, I
9: so
11: I you don't
0: even know. Thanks for the call know. tonight, Michael. I do appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Look, I'm not saying I, I disagree with him. I mean, I think that uh, groups, mysterious groups of uh, power elites, probably not good well, things going on
3: there. When you have a powerful centralized government apparatus, then that powerful central, centralized government apparatus is not going to pander to the middle class. Well, it'll pander to them, but it won't actually give power to the middle class or the average individual. The idea people that, who have
0: power aren't going to yeah, give power away right, at all. The,
3: the idea that uh, that they've got more laws than an individual can read in four lifetimes, and somehow they're worried about the little guy, is really kind of ridiculous to me. You know, they do what they want. They hide it in the words of the law. Um, I mean, it's a rule. It's it's essentially rule. Uh, you know, by the lobbyists uh, of the lawyers for the military-industrial complex. I mean, it's not of the people, by the people, for the people anymore. we was,
0: got Dave in Humboldt County, California, listening to KGOE. Hey, Dave.
16: Hey, I always value your show, but tonight I would like to take big issue with the main tenor of what I'm hearing. Okay. That is to say a big government, when it's run efficiently, can be a most excellent way of meeting the needs of the people and I see several examples I don't think of you can well, have well, excellence. Tell me the example. Yes, I'd like to point out that, like, take example of health care. When it is handled by Medicare, the overhead cost of Medicare is somewhere around 1%, 1.5%. They do pay right on time, the doctors and whatnot. They're very efficient. Healthcare now, as it's in the big special interest, have billionaire board of directors, big deductibles, overcharging the people that need health care, finding there's all kinds of exclusions. None of that would apply in Medicare. Same thing
3: Now I found. The a lot. Well, well Dave, let me address that if I could.
16: Soldiers and
3: let, me, let me hop in real quick and, and address and that if not I not
16: trying to make billionaires richer at the Dave, top end. Dave,
3: hold that thought.
0: Mark uh, wants to jump in right. here.
3: Lots of, lots of companies have lots of people that make lots of money at the top end, and they produce good products that people want, and that's why they buy them. Um, what often I hear from doctors and people in the medical industry is, is that, they're, um, that they believe that the Medicare and Medicaid payouts are way too low, and therefore you're, what you're finding is people that put 10 years of their life in school... On top of college, um, so I mean you know this, this additional amount of schooling that goes in maybe it's maybe it 's on top of high school anyway this is an in- incredible amount of schooling that they go through in order to get there, and the, the great deal of money that they spend they don 't feel like it 's worth it anymore, so you don 't find the best and the brightest going into doctrine and uh, the, they're they're leaving so what you find is is that this uh, these lower payouts that Medicare and Medicaid give uh, provide mediocrity
16: but what do you find with the big corporate insurance company? With Nothing good. Stop. Well, the reason Just the corporate insurance, insurance sucks. More, overcharging the hell out of the People that sign up with them.
0: Agreed. All I, I, I agree you with you. Insurance them. is a messed up system, and it's Insh- thanks to the state.
3: Insurance got its foothold when, with the ninety percent tax bracket that existed from the federal government at one point. Um, you know, the, the the fact is that a business can can give essentially tax free money to its employees by providing an ins- uh, a, a, you know, this the medical insurance plan, and if they the federal government wasn't taxing people so heavily, they would have just paid their employees the money and they could have gone out and, uh, and bought their medical insurance as they did previously. Thanks for
0: the call, Dave. I do appreciate hearing from you uh, tonight. I don't know if I believe his claim about uh, Medicare having a one, one and a half percent overhead. That seems... Uh, really unbelievable, knowing how government is inefficient and government is really bloated and there expensive. is a lot
3: of money in medicine. I couldn't tell you. I've heard I've
0: th- heard welfare programs have sixty or seventy percent overhead, not one. I've heard the same. Uh, but you know, even if it was one percent, it'd still be immoral because they're forcing people to fund the system. If it was if there was a charity that had a one percent overhead, it would get all kinds of uh, contributions because it was so efficient. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.
8: Election day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at VavaVoom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, VavaVoom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let VavaVoom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com.